Good morning. I have an encouraging word for you today. I'm in the book of Philemon. That's a little tiny book in the back of your Bible, right past Titus and right before Hebrews, Philemon. I don't want to deal with the, the whole book. That's a whole other great teaching on its own. But there's one verse in here that just captures my attention, and I want to talk about it this morning, and that's verse 6. Of course, there's only one chapter, so chapter 1, verse 6, or just simply verse 6. But we'll read verses 4 through 7, just to kind of get a little context here on, the, on verse 6. It says, I always thank my God as I remember you in my prayers because I hear about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you will have a full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the saints. The first thing I want to talk about is verse 6. I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you'll have a full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. There are some things that you will never learn about Jesus until you share your faith in Jesus with another person. There are some things you won't learn about Jesus in Bible study, or singing songs to Him, or listening to sermons, or reading a book about Him, or reading a book about the Bible. There are some things you'll never learn about Jesus any other way than when you share your faith with somebody else. When you tell somebody else about Jesus, we call it witnessing or evangelism, sharing your faith. There's a lot of things we call it, but the bottom line is telling people about Jesus. Telling people about Jesus. So Paul is encouraging Philemon to continue sharing the gospel, the good news of Jesus, to continue witnessing the people. And in doing so, he will uncover more truths about God than he will in any other way. So, I've got five points today, and you can probably guess what they're going to spell, but I'll let you figure that out. The first point is, is simply to say to other people that you're trusting in Jesus. How simple can that be? But how hard it is for us to do. You know, in the midst of this virus that's going around, more people are checking on people than they ever have before through phone or text or email. And more conversation taking place right now about Bible prophecy or what's going on. People are people are asking questions. Uh, pastors like myself who've never done anything online until this came about are seeing all kind of people go to their websites and watch their videos and ask questions about what this means and what that means. So we've got a great opportunity just to simply say that I'm trusting in Jesus Christ. And if you don't have an answer to the question about whether God sent the virus or didn't send the virus, then simply say, well, I don't know about that, but I am trusting in Jesus Christ. Just say that out loud. Just say you're trusting in Jesus Christ and in Him alone for your salvation. That's one way we share our faith. Just simply say it. And don't be ashamed to say it. Don't be afraid to say it. You know, the worst thing that can happen is somebody would take your life because you say you're trusting in Jesus Christ and then you'll immediately be with Jesus for the rest of your life. That's the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Somebody takes your life because you're saying you're trusting in Jesus and you're with Him automatically. And you see, a Christian never dies. The, the, the body, this earth suit may fall apart and fall away, but a Christian never dies. They're, they're with Jesus now and they're with Jesus after this earth suit is shed. So that's the worst case scenario. So the first thing is, if we're going to share our faith, we're going to learn more about 
Jesus than we ever thought possible from reading about him in the Bible, or reading other books, or listening to other people. We've got to share our faith. We've simply got to tell people and say, I'm trusting in Jesus Christ and in him alone for my salvation and for everything else I'm trusting him. <clears throat> the second thing is to help someone in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Excuse me. To help someone in the name of Jesus. There's, there's an aspect when we do things in the name of Jesus that we learn about Jesus. Here a while back, I was able to bless someone financially who, who had a need. And I did it in the name of Jesus. I told him, look, I'm giving you this. <clears throat> I'm giving you this in the name of Jesus. I'm not giving you this in the name of Jim or but, you know, for any other reason. I'm doing this in the name of Jesus. And it gave me an opportunity to share with them about Jesus. It gave them an opportunity to share with me about their life. And there I am learning something about Christ in their life that I didn't know about. <clears throat> when we help someone in the name of Jesus, we can learn more about Christ than in any kind of book we can read, it seems, or any kind of sermon we can listen to. We need to get out there and do what Jesus told us to do, to help people. So the first thing is say you're trusting in Jesus. The second thing is to demonstrate that you're trusting in Jesus about what you do. <clears throat> the third thing is to apply the Bible truths that you already know to your life. And here's why. People are watching. If you say that you're a Christian, people are watching your life. For instance, if someone's reading the Bible and they're not sure about this whole God thing, they're not a believer in Christ, they are, they're looking for truth. And they come across that passage that says that good people are supposed to tithe to their church. And they look it up and they read that tithe means give 10%. And they come to work and they find you at work and you're a Christian and they walk up to you and say, look, I've been reading the Bible about this thing about tithing. You're supposed to give 10% back to the church, 10% back to God. And they look at you and say, do you do that? What's your response? Yes, I do. No, I don't. No, I don't. And here's why. Because I don't believe in it. Well, why don't you believe, believe in it? It's in the Bible. You see how there are truths in the Bible that we can practice, that become our witness, that become our testimony, that become our way of life, our way of faith for other people. They're watching. But what about a verse in the New Testament? It says, let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only that that builds up other people. Wow. How many of you know Christians that when they come to church, they're just perfect angels? Maybe they've been on the praise team, right? Singing songs about Jesus with a microphone in their hand. And they get to work and they're across the cubicle from you and they talk like there's a trash dump in their mouth. Have you ever experienced that? I know some of you have because some of you have told me those testimonies. I've been on job sites working in construction with other people who claim to be a Christian, go to church every Sunday, and you wouldn't believe some of the foulest things that come out of their mouth. And so a non-believer, someone who's not believing in Christ yet, but is looking for the truth, they run across that scripture and says, oh, Christians, it's not supposed to let any unwholesome talk come out of their mouth. And they walk up to you and say, you go to church every Sunday and sing in the choir, but yet you talk like this at work. Why is that? See, as Christians, we need to apply the truths that we've learned from Scripture. We need to apply the truths that the Holy Spirit has pointed us to. We need to apply the truths of what Jesus has taught us in His Word. Because people are watching. Paul says, I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith. We share our faith in so many ways. 
Sometimes it's about what we say. Sometimes it's about what we do. And other times it's about how we act at work or how we act at home. Husbands, how are you talking to your wives? Wives, how are you talking to your husband? Children, teenagers, 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 how are you talking to your parents? You see, we share our faith in a lot of different ways that we don't think about. Sharing by saying, sharing by doing, and sharing by applying the truths in our life. But the fourth way that we can share is to replay a time or an incident when Jesus was real in our lives. When someone's going through something, they're going through, they lost a loved one and they're grieving, share with them, replay how you lost a loved one, a dear friend, and how Jesus showed up in your life, His very presence showed up in your life while you were dealing with that particular thing. That's a great way to share our faith. You see, sharing our faith is sharing what God is doing now, but it's also sharing what God has done in our past. David replayed a time. He stood before the king and said, oh, I'll take on Goliath. Since nobody else will, I will. And the king says, well, who are you? Well, what's your track record? Show me your resume. And David said, well, you know, when I was a boy, because he was a boy at that time, he said, well, when I was a younger boy, I killed a lion and a bear with my bare hands, and I'm sure I can take on this giant, if you'll let me. He replayed an incident in his life to the king of the whole nation of how God had been real in his life at a certain point. So sharing our faith is about what God is doing now, but it's also about what God has done in our past. And then the fifth thing is, is to enjoy the presence of the Lord every day because it shows. Enjoy the presence of the Lord every day because it shows. People can tell if you're enjoying your walk with Christ. That's sharing your faith. That's being a witness. That's letting people see that you're following Christ is, is the joy that you have in your life, the peace that you have in your life, in the midst of everything going on around us. Letting Christ be made manifest through you, letting people see Him in you and through you. Now here's a principle that we talk about it at our church all the time. It's our number one principle. And that is that God is at work all the time in everyone's life all around the world trying to convince them that He loves them. And He uses us to do that. So here's the thing, no matter where you go at work or play or where you find yourself, God is already at work in that person's life. And Paul is telling us to share our faith, to share our faith so that we can understand other things that God has in our life that we can't read about in the Bible. And that's because of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes in and teaches us things while we're sharing our faith. He teaches us things while we're in the midst of sharing our faith that we could never know until we take the time to share our faith. You see, God's at work in everybody's life. So when you walk up to somebody and you want to tell them about Jesus, you need to know Jesus has already gone before you. The Holy Spirit has already gone and plowed up that ground just a little bit. Maybe hard as rocks, but the Holy Spirit is plowing it up, plowing it up, waiting on us to plant the seed of the gospel, to share our faith. And then we leave the results to the Holy Spirit. That's not up to us. Our job is just to plant the seeds, to, to share our faith, as it says. And the Holy Spirit will teach that person something. They'll listen. The Holy Spirit will teach us something in that process if we will listen. God's at work in everybody's life, all the time, all around the world 
trying to convince them that he loves them and he uses us to do it so the scripture says I pray and I'm praying this for all of us myself included I'm praying for all of you that you may be active in sharing your faith today so that you will have a full understanding of every good thing that you have in Christ today tomorrow and forever hey be a word of encouragement to someone today this week share the good news of Jesus Christ with somebody this week somebody's desperate to hear maybe your neighbor maybe your son or your daughter a husband or wife or a parent someone's desperate to hear the good news of Jesus Christ will you share it with them today hey thanks for joining and I hope you have a blessed day.